It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the midweek edition of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Derek G. Thank you for making me a part of your day. Coming up in this episode of Locked On Thunder, we're going to be talking about the unthinkable, the Oklahoma City Thunder could miss the playoffs. This super team out of the postseason completely. And what will be the fallout from that? I'm going to play out every scenario that could happen in the offseason just in case the Thunder happen to tank it in these next four games. As it stands now, they are in the sixth spot in the Western Conference, a half game ahead of Minnesota. We'll also talk about if bumping down to the seventh seed is really the worst thing in the world for Oklahoma City if, in fact, they do end up making it to the postseason. We'll also get into Paul George's shooting woes and see if he can fix it so the Thunder can make a run here in these next four games. In segment two, Russell Westbrook said something completely unsolicited after the game last night, which caught everybody off guard. And that's an interview you can actually see at LockedOnThunder.com, and I highly recommend you do it. So I'm going to discuss where Russell may have heard what he heard, why he said what he said. We'll also hear from Carmelo Anthony and Paul George about helping Russ and how they have to do more in order order to contribute to this team. And then finally, we will wrap things up and I will tell you the one guy in the NBA I would love the Thunder to steal and it's going to upset Thunder fans. There is no way this won't make Thunder fans absolutely furious, but there is one guy this team could definitely use, and I'll tell you who it is, plus Steve Kerr's comments from Golden State after the game and their win and what he thinks of this particular player, plus, ah, there's a hint. There's a hint right there. There's a hint. Also, uh, Kevin Durant, what did he say after the game last night that let you know that he still has Oklahoma City on his mind. All that coming up today on the Locked on Thunder podcast. If this is your first time listening to Locked on Thunder, my name's Eric G. I am a credentialed member of the media. I'm at shoot around and practice when the Thunder are at home most days, pretty much every day. I'm pretty much at every home game. I go in and out of the locker room. And I always like to do my best to convey that message between player, front office, and fans while injecting my own opinion. I did radio in Oklahoma City for four years, hosting Thunder post-game shows and pre-game shows, and currently I am working for the good folks at Thunder Digest. Thank you very much to Chuck Cheney and Brady Trantham. And if you're not familiar with Thunder Digest, we do podcasts, one called the G League, which which we will be recording another episode this week. And There's a post-game wrap-up that Brady and I did last night, which you can see at LockedOnThunder.com. So that's who I am, and I'd like to know more about you. So do me a favor. Do me a big favor. After the podcast today, hit me up on Twitter, at G-E-E-H-S-O. That's at G-E-E-H-S-O. Let me know you listen. Let me know what you think. Tell me if you think my thoughts are absolutely, completely nuts. 
and I would love to get to know you because I want to meet as many of my listeners as possible, especially those who are in other parts of the world than here in Oklahoma City. Okay, wasn't that kind of redundant? Anyway, let me get to this real quick. If you are a business owner and your target demographic is men between the ages of 18 and 44, then look no further than the Locked On Podcast Network because that's our target demographic as well. 98% of the people that listen to this podcast and others around the Locked On Podcast Network are men. 80% of those are between the ages of 18 and 44. Email David Locke, D-L-O-C-K-E, at gmail.com. That's D-L-O-C-K-E at gmail.com, and he will tell you about our very reasonable rates. Let's dive into segment number one here on the Locked on Thunder podcast, and the Oklahoma City Thunder lose to the Golden State Warriors last night, 111-107. Russell Westbrook, phenomenal night, double-double, scoring 44 points. Kevin Durant had a good scoring night, not necessarily a good night from the floor. A lot of points, percentage, not very good at all. Ultimately, the Thunder's loss has now put them in the sixth spot in the Western Conference. And they are only a half game ahead of Minnesota. The Thunder legitimately could miss the playoffs this year. So what happens if Oklahoma City does miss the playoffs? Well, for all those of you who have wanted Billy Donovan to be fired, that's a given. Because there is no way Sam Presti, who stuck his neck out this year and went out and got Carmelo Anthony and Paul George, and let's face it, we would have all done the same thing if we were him, is going to look at Billy Donovan and say, well, you did a good job this year. It was just the fact that the team didn't gel. No, he's going to tell Billy Donovan it was your job to make him gel, and Billy Donovan's going to be out. He's done, and he'll probably go back to college in a year and, and get himself just one of the most plum jobs in college basketball. Which leads us to this. Can Sam Presti then, if he fires Billy Donovan, go out and hire a coach that has just as much stroke as he does? One of the major issues, not just with the Thunder, but in the NBA right now, are these GMs who are the star of the organization. Guys that are looking for puppets, analytical guys, guys that play that Billy Bean role, if you've ever read the book Moneyball. That's the category Sam Presti falls under. That was Tom Thibodeau's problem at Chicago. Could Presti then, in an effort to keep Paul George and Carmelo Anthony for one year, find a veteran guy with either skins on the wall or close to skins on the wall that he thinks these guys would listen to? For me, there's clearly one choice. I've said it before, and it's Eric Spolster of the Miami Heat. That's the guy you go out and get if you're going to make a coaching change. You've got to go knock on his door. Maybe he tells you no, but you absolutely have to go after him. He's a must because he's got the rings. He worked with LeBron, D-Wade, and Chris Bosh. He knows how to manage these super teams. He would be the guy that I think all three of them would buy into, and I think it would certainly wake up the organization, and send a message to fans that winning a championship is a priority here in Oklahoma City. And that's one thing I've always questioned about the Thunder, is winning a championship really a priority? I think for the Thunder, winning games is a priority. Making sure that the that the peak is full of people is a priority. I'm not necessarily convinced that winning a championship is number one. It doesn't mean that they're not going to go out and do what's best for the organization, 
but it almost seems like the championship is the icing on the cake. And I'm not exactly, as a Thunder fan, disappointed in that because I love knowing that every year there's going to be a good product and it's something worth spending my money on if I'm going to go see it and they're going to be competitive. I'd rather have that than suck for four or five years and then win a championship because in those down years, nobody's having fun. Another thing that will possibly happen, most likely happen if the Thunder don't make the playoffs, is that Paul George will be on his way out. And that would be the worst thing for Paul George because he has to ask them, He Paul George has to be asking himself right now, what is the game by going to Los Angeles? And, and the truth is nothing. Unless LeBron James were to show up or Boogie Cousins and they could revamp their roster, you're not guaranteed winning a championship. Now, maybe it's not Los Angeles. Maybe he decides Toronto is in his best in- interest. They want to spend the money. Maybe, yeah, get ready for that lump in your throat. Maybe Golden State wants to go after him and, and they're willing to get rid of Clay Thompson. That could be a possibility. If you're going to end up in those places, if you're going to end up in Boston and Cleveland, then I fully understand it. But anything other than those three cities, it makes zero sense for Paul George to leave Because with one more year of seasoning, this team is going to be really good. I have no doubt in my mind that if the Thunder stay together coming back next year, you will see improved results. Improved results to the fact of being that third team in the Western Conference, which is where we thought they'd be at the beginning. And speaking of Paul George, another terrible night shooting. Again, a lot of points, but him and Carmelo Anthony just percentage-wise aren't doing anything at all and maybe Jalen Rose is right it's just the fact that Paul George is a catch and shoot guy or been reduced to a catch and shoot guy and that's not what his game is he says he's accepting this role he says he needs to do more to help Russ but also last night he said that his shot's just not feeling right uh yeah yeah this you know it's it's got to figure it out some mechanical in my shot that's that's you know, I've had you know, struggles um, throughout the season in, in my career of shooting it, but it's all just been, you know, not making shots that night. Um, I don't know what it is. My, it, it's just, it feels funny. Shooting ball feels funny. Um, so I'm going to work with our trainers and trying to figure that out. Um, but it's, it's, I don't feel myself shooting the ball right now. You've worked with the shooting coach in the past. Do you, do you consult with him or anything? Do you call anybody? Outside? No, it's 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 not none of that. It's none of that. Um, it's it's just my my shooting period. I don't know if it's what's stiff, what's tight. Something's going on in, in, in my shooting right now. I don't believe the stats tell the whole story with Paul George. And as critical as I have been of him over these last couple of days, I know that in the locker room. He's a guy that brings a lot of balance. And temperamental, temperament-wise, he's a guy that can deal with Russell Westbrook. That's another problem Sam Presti faces. If this team, in fact, doesn't fulfill what its expectations were, which is get to the Western Conference Finals, or if, as we said before, they don't make the playoffs and Paul George leaves, the narrative is going to be it's hard to find another guy to come in and play with Russell Westbrook. And I started thinking about what the starting five could be for Oklahoma City if all these scenarios play out. Because Carmelo Anthony very well could stay. $28 million, that's a lot to give up and leave on the table. And I don't see Melo doing that because by all accounts, he's a guy that likes his money. I believe that to be true. And until I see otherwise, 
I'm going to believe that. And Carmelo Anthony may prove me wrong, but I think he and his wife want that money. Heck, if I was his wife, I'd tell him, you're not turning that down. My wife wouldn't let me turn that down. But you could have a starting five of Russell Westbrook, Steven Adams, Andre Robertson comes back healthy. If you sign, re-sign Jeremy Grant, he could go into the starting five, maybe Patrick Patterson. And since it is positionless basketball, you could figure out how to mix guys, move them around, and put them in, in places that not only benefit the team, but benefit them as well. All this is TBD, but it's it's sad and scary and interesting all at the same time that we're even having this discussion. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am your host, Eric G. Coming up in segment number two, did you catch what Russ said after the game last night? It was unsolicited. It caught us off guard. We'll tell you about it next. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're listening to the Locked On Thunder Network, your team daily. Business owners, if your target demographic is men between the ages of 18 and 44, then we want you. Yes, like Uncle Sam, where I'm wearing the hat and I'm pointing the finger now, telling you to email David Locke at D L O C K E at gmail.com and become a member of the Locked On Podcast Network. And by member, client, whatever you want to call yourself, I think client sounds so impersonal. We want to help your business grow. David Locke, D L O C K E at gmail.com. A lot of people listen to this podcast. A lot of people listen to the Locked On Podcast Network from all over the world. It is men 18 to 44. That's our target demographic. But 98% of the people that listen are men and they're waiting to spend their money and they're of all ages. We even get women who listen to the Locked On Thunder podcast. So do me a favor. Do me a big favor. Email David Locke, D-L-O-C-K-E at gmail.com and find out about our very reasonable rates. It's segment number two of the Locked on Thunder podcast. After the game last night, Russell Westbrook made a comment that caught everybody in the locker room off guard. And if you haven't seen it, go to LockedOnThunder.com. We've got the entire interview there. And I'm being greedy today. I want you to go to LockedOnThunder.com and look at that interview. Normally, I would play the audio, but I'm trying to drive traffic to the website. Actually, that's code for my audio recorder wasn't rolling. But my video recorder was... And it's worth checking out. But Dennis Scott asked Russell Westbrook in the media scrum, does he believe that he, PG, and Carmelo Anthony can pull it all together for the postseason? Or be there in the postseason and be a tough out? And Russ said, and I'm paraphrasing here, we're good. We'll be there. We've got it figured out. And it doesn't matter what's said outside of this locker room. We're good in here. Which, that wasn't the question. No one asked if Paul George, Carmelo, Anthony, and and Russell Westbrook were were good friends. What was asked is, can you guys be a cohesive unit and figure out all your issues that you've not been able to figure out on the court and then succeed in the playoffs? And, And Russ went a completely different direction. I have not heard anybody 
put it out there that Russ Carmelo and Paul George don't get along for the exception of this podcast. And I'm not saying Russ listens to this podcast. I'm really not. I'm not I'm not that arrogant. I don't believe that coaches, GMs, and players would listen, make decisions, and fire things off based on anything that I say. I just I don't have that kind of ego. But if you go back to the San Antonio game when Russ decided to jack up a three late and not give the opportunity to Carmelo Anthony or Paul George and then does it again in the Denver game when it's in overtime, I did talk about the fact that if I'm Paul George, I'm Carmelo Anthony, I'm having to talk with Russ. I'm having to talk with Sam Presti and Billy Donovan and the tone of that conversation is, you brought me in here to be a difference maker You've got to allow me to be a difference maker. And as great as Russ is at being Superman, let me do my job and I can help you win. And Paul George and Carmelo Anthony didn't exactly echo those sentiments last night, but PG did say that he needs to do more to help Russ out. We're not pressing. We're not pressing. I I know what I can offer and what I can do in this league. I'm not pressing. but, you know, it is frustrating. That's more than anything. It's just frustrating not to, to be able to um, kind of carry our own weight um, and, and help them in those, those moments. Is it frustrating to defend Kevin the way y'all did tonight and not be able to pull out a game? I think y'all had 25, maybe make some touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, I, that, again, that goes along with myself um, not helping my, uh, Russ uh, secure the win tonight. All of that is, is, you know, if I make shots and I put that pressure on them, um, we win this game tonight. When you are a teammate of Russell Westbrook, it's very easy to be in awe. I, I would think that when you're watching a guy perform at his level, it's hard not to stand back and be a spectator on some level. And Carmelo Anthony, we want to see this guy produce, but if there's anybody on this team that truly appreciates Russell Westbrook's game and really probably truly appreciates Russell Westbrook and all that he's done for the Thunder in basketball, it is Carmelo Anthony. And Melo was asked last night about Russ being in the zone. Well, I mean, it's a great feeling to kind of be out there and just to see him kind of in that, that mode, in that gear, in that attack mode. Um, I think the frustrating part is when we, as a, as a group, don't make the shots, um, whether it's from him or whether it's from each other passing each other the ball. Um, you know, because we want to, you know, we, we want to make those shots. We believe we can make those shots, and we have we, we do make those shots. So, um, but he was, you know, he was he was in another he was in another gear. So it was, it was good to see that. And just in case he is listening to this podcast. If somebody has forwarded to him or he's taken the time to listen to Locked on Thunder, Carmelo, I am Team Carmelo. I am Team Melo. I want you to stay. I want you to retire in Oklahoma City. I think you've done wonders for this organization and for this team, just being the guy that you are, not to mention you're the most fascinating guy on the team and the best guy to talk to. So Team Melo all the way. That's me, Eric G, Team Carmelo Anthony, hashtag number seven. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast, your team daily, part of the Locked on Network daily podcast every day for Major League Baseball, NBA, and the NFL. Coming up in segment number three, the one guy in the NBA, the Thunder, need to figure a way to steal. 
and it's going to take Thunder fans off. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Business owners, if you are looking for men between the ages of 18 and 44, look no further than the Locked On Podcast Network. It's daily podcast every day, not only about the NFL NBA and Major League Baseball, but also the NFL Draft, Fantasy Football, Fantasy Basketball, the NBA Draft. We've we've got it all covered here, and we have got that key demographic that you are looking for, especially, I always say this is really good for web-based business, because we have listeners all over the world to every single one of our podcasts. We employ lots of talented people, and they build up a following. And those those followers, that following, those listeners will go to your business and spend money. David Locke is our owner. He's also the voice of the Utah Jazz. His email address is d-l-o-c-k-e at gmail.com. He will tell you all about our rates and how you will not be priced out of the podcast market. But this is it. Podcasting is the now. Daily podcast is something you want to be a part of, and we want to help you. D-Locke, d-l-o-c-k-e at gmail.com. Become a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Okay, at the risk of ticking off every single Thunder fan between here and New Zealand, the one guy I would love to see the Oklahoma City Thunder get and get him in the next few years, and I I, I say this not knowing his contract situation, is Draymond Green. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you're saying. You're yelling, you're screaming last night. The boos for him were just as loud, if not a little bit louder, than KD. Originally, when I heard it, I thought KD's still the most disliked man in Oklahoma City. Draymond second. I think Draymond is actually the most disliked man in Oklahoma City. We'll just we'll call him the snake charmer because he's the guy that recruited Kevin Durant away, which is one of the main reasons you need Draymond Green. Not to bring Kevin Durant back, but obviously the guy is a hell of a recruiter. And whether you're Lincoln Riley, Nick Saban, Dabo Sweeney, anybody in college football, Draymond Green may actually be better than all those guys at talking people into come play for the organization. Not to mention that the dude just has an intensity. Yeah, you hate him if he is not on your team and you really hate him if you're an Oklahoma City Thunder fan because he's a nut crusher. But you do like the fact that he is that guy that always has his teammates back. And I don't think the Thunder necessarily lack that. Steven Adams will fall into that category, although I don't think Adams, at least at this point in his career, is the salesman that Green is. But he's got people's back, and George and Mello have it too. Draymond just takes it to a whole new level. And last night, he even played point guard. Here's what Steve Kerr had to say about Draymond running the team. You know, he's used to handling the ball so much for us anyway, so it's not really a stretch to say... You know, go play point guard, and I think you probably would agree. I mean, it didn't didn't look out of the ordinary. You know, uh, he may have gotten a little ambitious on on, on a couple passes, but uh, that's all right. He, he was awesome, and uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna live with a few of those mistakes because he makes so many great plays for us. 
And the thing with Draymond is he always wants to control the game anyway, whether he's whether Steph or KD or Clay's out there or, or none of them are out there. Draymond is always sort of in command uh, in terms of uh, you know, leading us and uh, running the show. Yeah, when you were listening to this podcast today, you did not think somebody from Oklahoma City would talk good about Draymond Green, but I just did. I won't talk good about Kevin Durant, though, because I'm still ticked off at that guy. And, and truthfully, one guy that would fit really well with Russ's game, Clay Thompson. And if the Warriors are thinking about getting rid of him, if Oklahoma City could get Clay Thompson, if Golden State decides to get rid of him and send him elsewhere to, for Paul George, I would love Clay Thompson here. He just fits so well in that Thunder system. But uh, Kevin Durant last night, back, back, back to Katie, aka the Snake. After the game, he was asked by our good friend Brady Trantham at ThunderDigest.com about him kind of getting chin-to-chin with with, uh, Paul George. And you can see that again at um, LockedOnThunder.com because Brady was at that interview. I was in the Thunder locker room. But Russ said, ah, ah, or Kevin said, ah, ah, you're looking for drama. It's not that we're looking for drama, but we can just tell that this game still means something to you. And Oklahoma City will always be in your mind and always be in your heart. And I don't care what Kevin Durant says from now until the day he dies, it crushed him with the way Thunder fans and the media, myself included, treated him when he left. And unfortunately for Kevin, that's not going to stop anytime soon. You can't apologize enough for breaking someone's heart and, and have them accept it. But Kevin Durant proves with his play last night and with those comments last night, he's never far away from Oklahoma City. And I, for one, am always going to believe that there is some regret in him that he didn't get the job done here. That wraps up today's Locked on Thunder podcast. Thank you for joining us. I am Eric G. And until next time, peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.